0: Hey everybody, this is Chris Morgan from Halloween Unleashed, and I'm back to tell you a little something about Built Bar. Now, Built Bar is a protein bar that is for you and me. Now, if you're anything like me, and you've tried every protein bar on the planet, and it tastes like, ugh, just nasty. Well, go over to BuiltBar.com and get yourself 10% off this special order. It actually tastes like... A candy bar it's only got about three grams of sugar on average it's got 180 calories and 20 grams of protein not only that they have amazing flavors they're releasing new flavors all the time and they're coming out with the blueberry lemon now I just tried that not too long ago and if you like blueberries and you like lemon that is amazing it, it is 100% real chocolate 100% real fruit, and if you're like me and have gluten allergies, guess what? It's gluten free. Get yourself 10% off your order of $20 or more by heading over to BuiltBar.com. You will you will thank me later. All right, everybody, we are back talking about your ball sack that's right we are talking about your ball sack and do you want to always stay in place be independent and have roomy space and stay dry with no rubbing well then you need to look into separatech separatech that's s-e-p-a-r-a-t-e-c dot com separatech.com now what is separatech separatech is underwear that are designed with patent dual pouch technology what that means is you're going to keep your balls in your love in place pretty much when you wear general underwear you're getting you're constantly adjusting the boys you're nested in constraint and you get sticky and itchy how many times have you been in traffic and you haven't been able to reach down there and adjust the boys when they have slid down into the nether regions to adjust your nuts. Now you can get Separatech Dual Pouch Technology. It's patented, and they're given 10% off. If you go to Separatech.com and enter in your email address, they will instantly give you 10% off to try it. And if you don't like it, you can return it with no questions asked. The way I always look at Separate Tech is it's a glove for your love. So go ahead, go to SeparateTech.com and get that glove for your
1: love. This is your bedroom. This is your bedroom with Blue Chew. Blue Chew uses the same active ingredients as in Viagra or Cialis, but now comes in chewable form. Chewable means better, cheaper, and works faster than pills. I've
0: tried Cialis. I've tried Viagra. Blue Chew works the best. It's a fraction of the cost. Blue
1: Chew has definitely gotten the job done. No in-person doctor visit. No waiting in line. No more awkwardness. Order online to get your first month free. I want my girlfriend to want me, and with Blue Chew, she really does. Blue Chew is the future of manhood. Go to BlueChew.com and restart the party. Or call 800-232-8803. 800-232-8803. Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week.
0: Jason Blum says that there is going to be a trailer soon for Halloween Kills. And uh, what does the independent mass scene look like versus the mass produced mass scene? I'm going to talk about all that and more today on Halloween Unleashed. I am your host Chris Morgan and let's just dive right into it. I read a tweet or and some news articles here in the last week that Jason Blum says that there is going to be a Halloween Kills trailer. Now, that kind of goes against the reports of what we have gotten as of late. So that is a huge shift. They don't even know if, they, if, if it was going to be a release date in October. And um, it's very, very possible at this point that movie studios... Um, let, let's be real, guys. Let's Let's address the elephant in the room. COVID at this point is going to be around for quite a long time for those that were hoping by July I know I was one of them I'm raising my hand because I think I even stated it on this podcast I think by July we our lives will be getting back to normal um you know at this point I I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm peacefully at the point because I'm still pretty just tired of everything at this point um, but COVID's not going away anytime soon. It's going to be here for quite some time and, uh, they're still figuring out new ways to combat this virus, to give us a new way of normal, uh, to get some of our businesses back, our social lives back, our, our, uh, local businesses back, our sports back, our, just our overall way of living just to get that back um but movie theaters may be in trouble at this point uh from everything i'm hearing and again these are all news sources i don't think um anybody's ever it has figured it out at this point but what i'm seeing what i'm hearing is that uh movie studios television studios aren't producing any um high risk content and what that means is is um you're going to see a lot more reboots remakes of established uh franchises and tv shows um you know and we're going to see a lot more of that because those are safe franchises established franchises so if you have a a new uh action movie or a drama or a horror film or whatever the case may be and It's a new franchise or a new movie that may not see the light of day for quite some time and on top of that a Lot of um, what movie studios have been doing is moving over to a streaming service now uh about a month ago I rented or streamed or paid for, etc., uh Scoob for my kids. And uh it was twenty dollars and uh we could watch it for twenty four hours as many times as we can. That may be the new normal. Um we may start seeing like you know, live gate type stuff with movie theaters um be completely different in the uh near and near distant future uh, because we don't know how long this is going to last and even then there's going to be soft openings if they reopen at all and that's the scary part is we don't know everybody's hurting everybody's trying to figure out a new way of normal and nobody's figured that out so uh, it's a scary place, and then you know you talk about, and I'm not going to get into the details of it because you know what I have very strong feelings and opinions uh one way, and i and I can see things from both sides in a lot of cases, but I have my own opinions and own and my own feelings about the civil unrest that's going on in our country and uh but you know you add that element to it, whether you're for it, whether you're against it, doesn't matter. It's still a big, big, big problem on top of a pandemic that we have going on. That is, you know, it's just astronomical what's going on in this world. There's just chaos going on and it's scary. Um, I'm a father of two very young children and I'm looking at the world that we're moving into and I'm just like, you know, in the first six months of this year, It has just been absolutely scary for me as a father for them saying, is this going to continue down this dark rabbit hole of problems that this world is going to face? And uh, we may look back at this in two years and say, hey, do you remember that? Or we may be the new Spanish flu or whatever that was. Uh, from back in the early 1900s when that was a pandemic. There's just so many different things that you can look at. You can look back at the Civil War times. You know, us in the modern era, you know, we haven't gone through those type of war seasons. But, you know, you look at civil unrest, civil war is a real thing that could happen again. And it is extremely scary. But uh, Jason Blum says that there's going to be a trailer. Um, You have to believe him. And you have to believe that they've already figured out that if they're not going to be able to launch in theaters come October 19th, that they're going to find a way to stream it and kind of monetize it that way. Maybe take a little bit of a hit, uh, but uh, overall, maybe that they're getting more downloads. I don't know. I have no idea what that's going to look like, but uh, I don't know. You know, it's 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 uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what how this all shakes out. But at the same time, I'd be lying if I didn't say that. I apologize for those of you that chat with me privately, or if you see me out in a group, if I've come off rude lately, it has nothing to do with you. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of COVID. I'm tired of, of a lot of the civil unrest. You know, my dad's health is extremely terrible right now. um, And I'm just, it's caused a lot of stress and a lot of problems. And so I'm just sick of a lot of stuff and it's worn on my attitude. So if I come off a little short, it has nothing to do with you. I'm just, I'm exhausted from all this. You know, um, by this point, I would have already done my summer vacation at this point. Not happening. You know, there's some people that are going to go out and do it. You know, more power to you. I I hope you don't catch some of the stuff that people are coming down with. Um, I know two people, you know, that it it used to like three months ago is like, well, this is all a hoax, you know, name one person that you know of has COVID. Well, I can name two right now that I know of. And uh, I know a friend of mine that was a co-host on this show, Brandon Zachman. He's had COVID. His wife's had COVID. He's had it twice. So, it's a very real thing, whether you believe in it or or not. I do think that it has been really hyped overhyped, but at the same time, um, my son is immune compromised. My dad is immune compromised, so I have to be extra careful. So am I going a little stir crazy, always trying to come up with new things to entertain and, and, uh, provide a quote, normal way of living for, for my kids? Yes. That's a very real thing. So um, it's just getting, getting hard. It's getting much harder as we go through this thing that, uh, that is this pandemic and the civil unrest, um, you know, but it's neither here or there at this point. I mean, people tune into this podcast, not to hear the doom and gloom of it. you, you come onto this podcast and listen to get an escape, get an entertainment, and I'm sorry if, if that kind of brought the mood down. It's just, you know, I felt very passionately like when I when I heard the rumor of, well, there may not be a release date for Halloween. Well, now we're going to release the trailer, and we're going to go through with the release. Well, what's that going to look like? And that kind of got me off in a sidebar, which happens. Um. We're going to get into some other topics here in just a minute, but we're going to take a timeout real quick. We'll be right back on Halloween Unleashed. Hi there, can you open up your cloth? Up cloth. Will you show me
1: nice pick of your box? You so butt you full, show me over gonna. Send me naked pic, hello bitch lasagna. For my ass in your asshole.
0: For those of you that just heard that song are probably thinking Halloween Unleashed and Chris Morgan has officially lost his mind. So, um, no, I did not. That was done on purpose. Um, there's a few listeners that, uh, we have funny inside joke thing going on and this song was shared to me. So this is a little surprise for them, um, to listen to the episode and hear that song. Um, I was just hoping that I could pop them a little bit and get them laughing. So that was the reason for that. Another thing I want to address, and then we'll talk about this, uh, this upcoming live episode is it has been debated for years and back in the eighties and nineties and even, especially in the Myers collector Realm in the 2000s, it can be majorly, majorly point driven home that mass produced versus indie. You're going indie every single time. Enter, you know, and then Don Post goes out of business. Enter in a new contender for the Don Post type uh, mass production in Trick or Treat Studios. There's a lot of people out there that have opinions like well chris just hates trick-or-treat studios because he's an indie guy i don't for the record i don't hate trick-or-treat studios i don't hate their products that they put out i do not dislike them i may dislike some of their opinions or the way they treat certain people Um, i may dislike and disagree with about how they go about business and the way they talk behind people's back But that's a personal thing. From a business perspective, the products they put out are exactly what they should be. They're very well mass, very good mass produced items. And for what you're paying for them, I can tell you growing up in the 80s and 90s that Don Post didn't put out the level of detailed work especially on Myers mask. And that's what this is about. This is about Halloween and and Myers. So I'm focusing on in on that. Uh, But when you go back and you look at Don post the mask, which I still love, by the way, because it brings back, it's, it's a nostalgia factor for me, but you go back to Don post the mask and you look at the boogeyman or the hospital mask or the trainer or whatever, which was originally a, an independent mask produced by an independent artist that is part of the mass produced company that has now licensed that mold. So you're already going to get a better product for just from that standpoint. Now you add in the fact that um, you know you got a lot of rehaulers out there now that is able to take a a essentially a sixty dollar blank and redo it make it make it look um, respectable, but at the end of the day, it it is it is a mass-produced item, you know. And I don't say that with any derogatory. Um, I I always say it this way: your taste is your taste, and what you deem as something that is good for you, more power to you. But I've witnessed and I'm going to call this out because this is fresh. And as I'm recording this, but I've had this argument for the last two years and it just doesn't seem like people don't get it. A mass produced item in a collector's realm and a collector's market is not worth anything. It's a $60 blank that you're going out and buying. First of all, it's a mass produced pull, So, And when I'm talking about the pull, mass produced latex, which is not is not as durable and long lasting as independent mask latex. It's been proven time and time and time again. They have to for a mass production. Otherwise, if they're using exactly what I'm using or what the artist down the street is using, that's on an independent level. They couldn't sell those blanks for $60 a pop. They'd be eating through their profits like crazy. And they would be bankrupt within a year. That's just business 101. So they're going to lessen and cheapen their their product to mass produce it on a large scale to make the most amount of money that they possibly can. They have over 100 molds. I mean, just look at the Lunatic H2 mask, their first ever license. Look at the mass production of the lunatic mask versus an independent artist's version of the lunatic mask. There's no comparison. Absolutely none. If you're happy with paying a $60 blank price and then paying a rehauler 200 250 to rehaul it for you and you're up over $300 on a mass-produced item and you're happy, more power to you. You know, But to come in and try to tell another collector who collects independent masks that he's wrong and all you need is this mass produced item and you can get off cheaper well that's not accurate either because for an extra 40 50 bucks you can have an independent item that is going to a it's going to resell for a lot more it's going to be worth more you're not paying basically almost independent mask prices for a mass-produced item that you're never going to recover your cash from. So, many collectors like indie latex versus mass-produced latex. You know, mass-produced items are meant to last a Halloween maybe two for the average trick-or-treater that wants to be something for Halloween. That's all it's meant to. The indie side of it is meant for independent collectors who are just that. Collectors, They want the very, very best. You know, many, many collectors like to pay one time for a mass that's going to last them for 10 years if they want to keep it in their collection for 10, 15, 20 years versus having to go out and have pay a $60 price, another $200, $250 rehaul price, five, six, seven, eight times over the course of those 15, 20 years. If they're true collectors. There's a lot of people that get into this from a collector point of view that, you know, they're repurposers. I know I am. So if I'm going to drop $250, $300 on a rehauled mass produced item, I'm going to want to at least, at least break even on that, uh, on that investment. And a lot of times because they're There's so many rehaulers out there now. So many of these items that are out there, supply and demand, you can't ever, it's a losing investment. It's like buying a Kia versus a BMW. Both are vehicles. I own, I've owned three Kias in my life. I own two right now. I love my Kias. They get me from point A to point B. They have all the bells and whistles that I need. They look nice. They run well. They have a great warranty. But let's be honest: if I had a BMW and I had a Kia and I'm trying to sell that's it, and I sink rule. a bunch of money into society. both of them, that's, that's, that's the BMW buyer's the market. Going to be worth it's no it. different with latex masks. Again, I could continue pointing all these things out for days, but it isn't saying you know. It isn't about saying for those of you that are doing it are wrong for your opinion, it's your opinion and that's okay. I'm totally cool with that. It all comes down to personal taste, what you like. If you're happy with what you're doing and what you're buying, then keep doing it. But just know that you may not get everyone agreeing with you when some want one mask from each film and the best representation of that mask and their collectors and they want something with screen use lineage. they want the highest quality and by the time you've customized again a mass-produced mask you could have paid a little bit more for an indie mask that offers more than a mass-produced item and i don't care what mass-produced item it is you can go to any mass-produced item that is not about trick-or-treat studios or not about masks in general traditionally if you can get an independent artist or producer or whatever producing that item, there's typically a lot more care put involved um, into that one item. Again, if you're not of that opinion, that is absolutely okay too. I'm just trying to point out another side to it that maybe people haven't thought of. Or people get so wrapped up into their opinions and they have to be right that they ignore what the big picture is. And unfortunately, that happens all too often. Buy what you like, spend what you want. Who am I to tell you what you spend your money on? But at the end of the day, if you would do the same for everybody else, there would never be an argument. For someone posting their independent mass saying, hey, this is the most accurate thing that money can buy and you don't agree with it, you don't need to freaking comment on it. I see that shit all the time. There's artists out the wazoo that I think that should not be selling anything, period. But they are. So who am I to come tell them that they shouldn't? If they're they're doing it and they're able to do it, more power to them. I may not agree with it. I may think that they need to take more time and spend more time on their craft and learn their craft and master their craft. But it's not my... All I'm going to do by stating my opinion about it is going to cause more division and more arguments and more bullshit, and we can all use a lot fucking less of it. No matter what side of the street you stand on, doesn't matter. So anymore, I only get into into things that are not opinion based; they're fact. I only state things that if somebody's saying something that is untrue or is bullshit, and I can back it up with factual evidence, I do it. Other than that, I scroll and roll, you don't hear a fucking peep out of me. I post my work, I post my stuff, and I move the fuck on. Which brings me to another point. On this same thread that is recent. There's a guy and I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to give him the luxury of hundreds and hundreds of people hearing his name and going and checking him out. I'm not giving him free publicity, but it got into, and again, why this is still a fucking question. What's the best mask to buy? I am so tired of reading that shit. Do research, see what's out there. If something looks good to you, go buy it. It doesn't need a sheep herd mentality to tell you something's good for you to fucking buy it. I've never understood that. In this hobby, in this society, just buy what interests you, what you like. And I'm working on that with my son diligently every day. day. I'm. He has an assignment that choose this or this. He's got to make a choice and it's got to be from his perspective. And he's tried many times to weasel me into picking something for him. And I'm like, no, this is you. You've got to make a decision. This is your mind. This is your decision. This is your like, you come up with this. It's part of his critical thinking curriculum for his schoolwork and he's got to figure out what what he likes more and then he's got to write a story about why he chose that. If we could all just program ourselves to do our own research and not have everybody spoon-feed their opinions to us, this sheep herd mentality could go away. But everybody likes and and I say everybody is a generalization. I don't mean everybody. I'm just going to say some most, half, whatever, some do are lazy, they don't want to go out and do the research, and they want people to praise them for what they buy. And they want to make a buying decision based on what the sheep herd mentality tell them to. You're limiting yourself, and it just shows how weak you are. Some people are going to hear that and say, well, I just like to get other people's opinions. I still buy what I like. There was a um, a question asked like my mask or somebody else's. Some asshole that has me blocked that used to be a customer of mine. I never had an issue with him. Has me blocked. Decides to point out that my that to buy this other product because Morgan's quality sucks that's not his exact words i'm paraphrasing um but generally stating that my quality is not as good as this other companies or whatever first and foremost if any of my polls have one wart and i those are those little latex pimples that end up on it look at any of your independent masks and tell me if your masks have those I scrub every single one of those off if there is a pit hole in it like a divot or an air bubble that I can't fill either a I trash it or I sell it at a huge discount ask anybody that listens to this podcast that has bought from me they can attest to that I sell things for a huge discount when they're when they're not up to my standards. And my standards are extremely high because I'm extremely anal and I'm extremely OCD about what I put in the mail because the narrative about me is is all these negative things. The only thing I have is my artwork and the art that comes out of my shop. So I'm going to take care of that with the finest care possible this person that stated that my quality wasn't up to standard he's bought three masks from me since 2011 okay 2011 was the year i had that triple x latex that i've talked about in another podcast that was garbage latex but maybe he got one of those but he came back again in 2013 and bought another mask me, came back again in 2016 and bought a Genesis off of me. Then Cobra Kai comes out and I'm a huge Karate Kid fan. Cobra Kai was the first sequel that has come out to a franchise that I thought dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's. Yeah, there's some teeny teeny bopper shit in there that I don't necessarily agree with and don't think is very believable. But the tone of the Karate Kid and the elements that made that film so iconic are all there and they're on display and they're done extremely well. A lot of care and pride and love was put into that series. And I simply made a comment on my timeline my opinion my personal page that cobra kai is a is a sequel that was done properly this asshole disagreed came back and made some snide shitty comment i went i went back and commented back he made another snide shitty comment so instead of just keeping this shit going back and forth publicly to try and figure out what the issue is because he was coming off like I took a personal swing at his family member or or him or or somebody. I didn't understand where a lot of this venom was coming from. I mean, it was an opinion. Okay? He liked Halloween 2018. I didn't. But Does that mean that I'm right and he's wrong? No. It just means we have different opinions. He's gone on and on and on about how much he's liked that film. That's great. You don't see me getting full of piss and vinegar and getting butthurt about it and starting an argument with him. No. So I went to go PM him. He had reached out to me in late um, 2017 or early 2018 to try and inquire about a fourth mask. Okay. He inquired about a fourth mask about that time, so I know that we had just talked within the last 6 months. Always been very respectful, always been a very nice guy. But when I this is going on back and forth on my timeline, I just wanted to reach out privately just to figure out what button did I push? How show me on this little doll where I hurt you. Point to it. And let me fix it. Because obviously I hurt you in a very, very dear way by stating my opinion on my personal page. But I couldn't find our conversation. Then I could not see his uh, replies anymore. Then I discovered I'm blocked. Blocked over a opinion, my opinion on a television show. Then, I realize, I'm like, I, I know he follows me on Instagram, and I follow him. I went, he hadn't blocked me there yet, so I reached out to him, messaged him, and said, Hey man, I just want to see, I, I tried to message you on Facebook, what did I do that pissed you off so bad? Next thing you know, I'm blocked there too. Then fast forward, I get into a war of words where I exposed, not... Slander, not um, not make up stuff, not paint a false narrative, but expose Ben Filets at Father Phantom Studio for recasting Tom Smith's H2O, recasting Brad Harden's H6, and recasting a Customers 99 Shatner in secret to create his Spectre mask. Ben decides to run and focus only on a narrative that I'm beating up on him and, and being unfair to him. All this garbage. And, of course, all the Chris Morgan greatest hits come out on the site that we shall not be named. And this asshole that just blocked me over an opinion on a television show where he has been a customer, a customer of mine for, at that point, seven years and had just inquired about a fourth mask That now has me block, would not respond to me, decides to just unload on me. And every time that my name comes up on that piece of shit false website, he's got some snide, stupid ass fucking comment to make. And that shit pisses me off. Because you know what? If you're going to block me for something or you're going to speak your mind like that and you don't address it with me... You're the fucking problem. You're the issue. And that goes for anybody that has an issue with anybody in this world. If you do not man up and say what the issue is so you can work it out, you are a no-good, justifiable pussy. So, So this fucking guy, this fucking asshole that I'm talking about, My quality is so bad and, and this other artist is so much better that he had to come back three times just to be sure how bad it was. And then inquire a fourth time for a yet another mask because my quality is so bad that the first time wasn't bad enough. The second time wasn't bad enough. The third time wasn't bad enough. Now I'm going to inquire a fourth time about a fourth mask. But then years later, I'm going to paint the narrative that your quality is not very good. When you've owned three pieces. So if my quality was so bad, why did you come back to the well three times, almost four? It's a very fair question. I I still can't figure this the answer to that out. Still to this day, what his issue is with me, I have no clue. And really, I'm only addressing this just because people are going to read his comment, not know the other side of that story, and they're going to say, wow, this guy purchased a mask from Chris. His quality must be really, really bad. So. I'm going to go with that. Not knowing that the guy bought three off of me and almost four. It's, it's either a, he's an idiot or B he's full of shit. And I'm going to go with B he's full of shit because my quality was fine when he was purchasing. It's only when he gets on this other side of the, of the Chris Morgan's greatest hits club, with all these other asshats on the website that I that shall not be that shall not be named when the false narratives of someone are painted as truth I've already proven time and time again on this podcast and on the HMMAT podcast that all these guys are lying sacks of shit you know guys I didn't want to turn this into negative Nancy town uh, we got a lot of really cool things coming up. And those cool things include this Sunday night. This is dropping. Um, I know this is going to be dropping uh, this week. And then next week we're going to air the, the replay of the live episode that we're doing Sunday night. June 28th, we're having Marion Hagen back to the stage. Live on a on a Zoom call with each and every one of you. To discuss her series, to discuss things maybe that you still have questions on, she's going to address them, she's going to answer them, she's going to give her feedback, and we're just going to have a good time. Then um, the following week, like I said, we're going to air the recording of that for those that can't make the live um, episode. And then starting the week following that will be the Halloween 8 episode. Um, then after that will be, um, the JTK. And then after that will be the seven. And then maybe we'll find a way to work in another live episode at the end of July. And we'll do that. But, um, there we go, guys. That's this episode. And I wanted to keep this to 25 minutes, but can't do that with me. So, um, Really appreciate everybody subscribing downloading and sharing Uh, just ask you to continue to do that it's how we're able to grow this podcast and keep the lights on and um, You know, I don't like putting ads in the show, but I have to in order to uh, To keep the lights on to keep the show rolling and keep ranked Um, so anyway Really appreciate each and every one of you. I want each and every one of you to stay safe and look out for your family members. Please keep practicing social distancing, and please wash your hands. Have a good uh, rest of the week, and we will see you in the live episode. And if you're not going to be there and present, we'll catch you next week on Halloween Unleashed. I'm Chris Morgan. Have a great week.
1: Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram at Halloween Unleashed. And on Twitter at Hween Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups, on your timeline, and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.